0: Hello and welcome to the podcast my friends. We are in the middle of a launch week. I have so much fun during launches. Um, Just the energy and I, I can't even sleep sometimes. Like I just love it. I'm born for this. I told my husband like it's like a game. It's like how many people can I get in here? How many people can I help? Like just seeing the comments of people like I have so much more clarity and that this is a breakthrough for me. I mean it just it is like dopamine rush. That's if that's the hormone, whatever gets you really excited. For sure. For me, we actually made a decision in this launch to try and keep the podcast episodes more real time. I, I should say I made that decision that my team's going to listen to this recording and be like, we did. We're doing these a little last minute. Just kidding. But I wanted to make sure that the content like usually I'm really far ahead of my podcast. Like I'll record. You know, six to eight weeks in advance at least a month ahead minimum and you know then it's fine but what's happening in my life and the day-to-day is different in four weeks from now than when I record it which is fine for content but with the launch I wanted to give you like I do want it to be more real time so this episode that's coming out I'm recording right before it comes out and video number two in our video series ads like a boss is actually going to be releasing when this episode comes out. So I can share real time of the experience of like video number one and what's happening this week versus if I pre-recorded it weeks in advance, I couldn't have done that. So I'm kind of choosing to do that. So I want you, I just want you guys to know that behind the scenes Um, we got as much as we could done in advance for sure for the launch. And I have so much support in supporting the people in the video series right now on my team. It's been amazing but also um, I wanted to make sure like when I put content on I like to give you guys the real behind the scenes. So we are doing that right now. So this is like real time launch update. So video number one of ads like a boss dropped on Tuesday this of this week. And the first video talked about really mastering your marketing message and that marketing foundation, setting that up so that you can then create a really great marketing strategy, converting strategy, and then paid ad strategy. And I love what I'm seeing in the group. Yeah, I actually challenged everybody from between video one and two to go talk to their ideal customer. Get on a call, do it in a messenger conversation, a Facebook group, whatever it has to be. And we gave them exact questions to actually go ask their ideal customer to then fill out their ideal customer avatar worksheet that we're going to apply to their marketing and their strategy. So today I wanna build on that because that's what we're gonna be doing in the video series. So if you haven't gotten access to that video series yet, this content will not be up for very long. And the third video drops um, the following Tuesday. And then the content will be up for about another week and then we'll take it down forever. So make sure you do get access to marketingalwaysworks.com if you haven't joined it on the fun. We have a Facebook group, like I said, where I actually have two team members plus myself in there supporting with strategic questions like marketing strategy questions for them. So it's like tons of value. And plus I'm doing um, live Q&As and trainings. So building on that, you know, the first step in your marketing The first step ever before you start running ads is making sure you're clear on your ideal customer, making sure you're clear on that ideal customer avatar so you can write emails, create a strategy, write ad copy, create videos, podcasts, everything to attract that person. And I have counted at least seven people who have said it, you know, publicly said, which means there's 10 times more in there have said, I thought I knew my ideal customer, but I realized I didn't. And that's what I hear all the time. Actually, I just did a testimonial video with an Ignite student. And she's like, I thought I knew my ideal customer. I got into Ignite, went through your material and realized I did not know. And I did not have my foundation together. So building on that foundation, once you're able to define your ideal customer, you can create a strategy for that customer. And this is where people always do it backwards. And I see this so much. I see it being taught backwards. I see people doing this backwards where they start with the strategy. They start with the strategy template and they're like, okay, I saw, you know, this coach or I took this course or I'm going to, you know, funnel hack and replicate this person's funnel that I like. And they saw this out there. So they start with that as the foundation of like, I am going to create a webinar funnel with this exact template and this many emails in this format, or I'm going to create, you know, a challenge funnel, whatever it is. But they skipped over defining their ideal customer. Now my value and my belief and what I teach in our course in my content and here what I'm going to talk about today is that your strategy has to be customized for your ideal customer. So step number one, you have to define that person, understand that person, put yourself in the shoes of that person and then you can create the strategy. And I'm going to give you guys some examples because this is such a common issue that I see and I think the reason that it happens is... Because marketing is so overwhelming, so we need a blueprint. That's what most people are really seeking, which is fine. There are, you know, general marketing templates and things that work. For example, webinars. Webinars work across many different industries, selling many different products, selling memberships, selling $1,000 products, 2000 Like webinars are great. But there's differences and I'm going to talk about those differences in how you lead up to the webinar, how you actually deliver the webinar, what happens after the webinar that all need to be considered for your ideal customer in order for it to be, you know, converting at its fullest maximum capacity. And I think people are searching for a template because it's so overwhelming and so they get hold of a template or a strategy or a method and they like stick on to that and they don't have any room for adjusting and for actually like taking a step back and considering their ideal customer and whether or not this strategy exactly like this is right for that ideal customer. And that's where people mess up. And I understand because marketing can be overwhelming, but what I'm encouraging you guys to do and what I talk through in today's video in the training, but what I'm going to kind of touch on in this episode is take a step back, put yourself in the shoes of that ideal customer and then make sure the strategy makes sense. So here's where I see the biggest gap is really in the amount of nurturing that you need in order to get to the sale. That's what differentiates the most because you have a lot of variation. So if you're selling a $2,000 product and then somebody else is selling a $200 product, you don't need, you need way different levels of nurturing. The $200 product, somebody could come in and buy it. $2,000 product, a few people might come in and buy it and be those action takers, but a lot are going to need nurturing. A lot are going to need content beforehand, knocking down objections, building trust beforehand. So if both of those people implemented the same exact strategy, they're going to have a gap. Either the person selling the $200 product is going to be paying way too much for too many ads and too many steps to get to their offer, or the $2,000 product person is going to have not enough steps and not enough nurturing and not convert to sales. So this is is where I see it the most. And here's a really common example because several masterminds, programs, people out there teach this. They teach you have to go opt-in like a lead magnet PDF opt-in. And then you retarget those opt-ins to a webinar and then you pitch on the webinar. And that could be a good strategy. Like that I have seen worked dozens of times. But we've had a handful of clients come in who are like, well, this is my strategy. You know, I created it inside of this program or with this coach. And all I've done is I, I run ads like this. I run ads, you know, all my cold traffic goes to the opt-in. And then I retarget those people to the webinar. But they've never tried cold traffic to the webinar. They never even tested it. And so in, in about over half of the time, running cold traffic directly to the webinar will convert to either the same amount of sales or sometimes more than having people go over that extra step. Especially if you, like a lot of these people are selling a $1,000 or less product. And they're so set on like, I can only get people to my webinar who have opted in for this lead magnet I can't skip that piece I have to go you know lead magnet and then webinar so what happens is every step you put in your funnel is a filter right like every step there's a percentage of people who aren't going to make it through to the next step so if you've got an opt-in maybe 50% of those people who opt in are going to sign up for your webinar. And then maybe 30% of those people are going to actually go to your webinar and hear the offer. And then maybe 3 or 4% of those people are going to buy. So if we're cutting out half of the amount of people who are going to see the webinar from the beginning, then we're already starting with a more expensive lead generation strategy. And I'm not saying that's a bad strategy. That's the difference is I'm not saying the people out there teaching that, teaching that strategy are wrong. I'm sure that strategy worked for them, but you have to consider one, did I test that for my own business? And Two, is that the right strategy for my ideal customer? Because if you've never tested, what if I take out the opt-in step and I go straight to a webinar? What happens? Do the people convert? Do the people sign up for the webinar? Do they still buy on the webinar? Do I get maybe a little bit more expensive cost per lead because they're colder traffic, but I'm still getting conversions and now I cut out this whole step of opt-ins and so it, it works out. You have to be willing to have that flexibility and consider that in your own strategy. The other thing that happens is you'll have a coach or somebody who runs a program or people out there teaching a marketing strategy that I am sure that marketing strategy and system worked for them and their business, but that's such a narrow-minded view everybody's business is different. You've got a different offer. You show up different on webinars than they do. So of course you're going to convert different. You have a different priced offer. You have a different audience. And so teaching one strategy as being the strategy is extremely detrimental. And so as you can tell, I'm very passionate about this because I've seen a lot of people waste money being stuck in this strategy. And so what I'm encouraging everyone to do If you're listening to this podcast and if you go listen to my video number two uh, on my training is I walk through some scenarios like okay if you sell a product between this price point you can go with this type of a funnel but now I want you to customize it and so the pieces that you're going to customize are one how much nurturing does your audience need before they get to the offer do you think because you have a higher ticket offer and they have to build that trust with you that you need a opt-in and then a webinar do you need a video or podcast episodes that they consume before they get to the webinar like those are the ways that you can customize your strategy also the emails and the follow-up after you know what what could be something that you send people to who don't buy how many emails do you have how much time do you need to give them to buy And then let's talk about the actual delivery of the funnel. Do I need to do a webinar? Should my webinar be 30 minutes because my audience doesn't have time? Should it be 60 to 90 minutes because they're going to sit there and consume every piece of information and they want to be a part of that? Should I do a challenge? Like, is my audience going to respond better to a challenge? Are they going to respond better to three mini videos? Those are all the things you need to consider when thinking about your strategy, which you can't consider until you know your ideal customer. Step one is know your ideal customer. Step two is create your strategy for that ideal customer. If you guys have followed me for a while, I do this all day long. Like I think about how does my audience consume content? what kind of content do they want? How much nurturing do they need? And you know that's where things like our private podcast feed launch came from It's like okay, I know my audience is consuming content. I'm having a hard time with my webinar show up rate. I'm gonna try this and I ended up you know trying something that got 507 percent ROI and had never really been tried before because I'm taking into consideration my ideal customer when thinking about my strategy. Another really big difference in audiences that you have to consider is if you're in the B2B, like you're targeting business to other business owners and entrepreneurs compared to business owners to consumers, B2C. So if you are, you know, a coach targeting other business owners, you have to consider the difference between targeting consumers and the difference is usually the business owners are more expensive to get in on the front end so you're going to pay more for your webinar registrants you're going to pay more for your video you know video series registrants opt-ins whatever that first step is you're usually going to pay a little bit more because you're dealing with a more saturated space but your sales conversion typically will be higher if you do it right because business owners are able to consider you know, what you offer most of the time as a money-making offer. They will make more money or save time, which then makes them more money. It can be a business expense for them. They're used to kind of investing back in their business, so they sell easier. If you're targeting consumers, you probably will pay less cost per lead. Your webinar registration will be lower. Your cost, your cost per lead is going to be lower. They'll eat up that free stuff. It's not really a saturated market necessarily in In targeting them because there's so many more of them but the sales conversion might be lower they might need more nurturing they might need to see your brand three or four times before they decide to buy people have a harder time investing in their health than they do their business sadly you know we don't we don't care as much about ourselves as we do oftentimes like our money and making more money as humans and so you have to consider that when you create your strategy So when you go to someone who's teaching, you know, a strategy that worked for them and they target business owners, then you got a question, is that going to work for my audience if you're targeting consumers? Because it might be completely different. And, you know, within that there's differences. So let's say I'm targeting a business owner. Well, what level are they at? Are they just starting out business owners or are they million dollar plus business owners? Because my strategy is going to be, vastly different for them the content in my strategy is going to be vastly different because somebody who's just starting out would probably participate in a challenge would show up for that would do the work would complete workbooks would show up for a multi-day thing a million dollar plus business owner doesn't have as much time has already made it to that level doesn't want to go through a five-day challenge so again if you take a strategy that worked for somebody you might be targeting an audience at a different level same with if you're targeting you know moms or people in the health industry like where are they at what is their biggest struggle and there's going to be differences within there that you have to consider in your entire strategy, how you deliver content, how much content you deliver, how long until you know you nurture and then pitch the offer, how much follow-up you do, how much nurturing you do after you pitch the offer, how much urgency you have, how you speak to your audience. Those are all things that have to be customized within your strategy. So in this video that you guys can get access to at marketingalwaysworks.com, I mean, my challenge is this this there's a longer time we have from today that this episode comes out October 8th until October 13th. The third video comes out. So you have and we're actually doing this fun like work it session on Sunday where you get on for two hours with me and my team and we're going to work. You're going to get work done. We're going to have breakout session rooms for Q&A but there's more time. So what I want everyone to do is actually map out their strategy, take into consideration anything in their strategy they have to adjust or shift or customize for their audience between now and the next video so that you have that kind of blueprint planned out. You don't have to do anything or build anything, but you have that planned out. So I walk through that. We have a workbook. We have a a funnel map that we give you to just kind of start you off with it to look at. But everybody's going to be planning that out. So I want you guys to come in and join me if you haven't yet. And if you for some reason are like, I'm not going to join because I don't have time or whatever, then at least in this episode, I want you to just start thinking about if there is any anywhere in your marketing or your strategy where you've kind of had this more narrow-minded um, viewpoint because you've maybe copied a template or replicated a template, maybe even unintentionally. Sometimes we see things that we like and we just kind of replicate it and then we have to be like, wait a second, did that make sense for me and my audience? Where do you have room to improve that? Where do you have room to just test something new? Because, you know, like that example of opt-in to webinar – I've had at least six clients come on our roster where we they're doing that and they are actually they had been running ads and they're like we only run ads cold traffic to the opt-in and retarget to the webinar because that's what we were told to do and we're like well we're just going to test like 50 50 50 percent of the budget to the opt-in 50 percent to the webinar. Probably 75% of those people definitely over half are seeing better results going direct to the webinar and actually making more money doing that because they're spending less because like I said there's a filter between every step of your funnel not to say that's a bad strategy just for them and their audience it didn't work so is there a place in your current strategy where you have room to actually test something that you're like I haven't thought about this before you know maybe this isn't the best way to do it maybe there is a better way maybe I do need more nurturing maybe I should try this instead because you know your audience or at least you're getting to know your audience you're working on that it's constant work in progress Come join me. Third video drops on October 13th. And that one is all about your paid ads. So we're going to take that customized marketing strategy and then create that customized ad strategy. Tons of value. I put so much into these things and I have, like I said, I get so much out of when people get takeaways and just change the course of their business or, or get that clarity from the content is just why I do what I do. So marketingalwaysworks.com. I hope to see you guys in there. Thanks so much for joining me today on the podcast and I'll talk to you all next week. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground podcast. Go behind the scenes of multimillion dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast,